We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. Oh. Hi. How are you holding up? Because I am a potato. Hey, it's Coolio if you don't know, and it is time for yet another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. How's everybody doing? It is Friday, it is 5 p.m., and it is time to sit back and relax, and it is time to check check out what is new over at Low Bias Gaming, because that's what we do on this show. We uh, have Jason's finally finished uploading, uh, re-uploading his stuff, so that's all available on the website at this point. Um, other than that, it's pretty much all Jason. <laughs> that I can see anyway. But uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, I'm not going to count the numbers of videos because there is a lot of videos that have come out, but uh, there has been some Shining Force 2, there has been some Minecraft, there has been some La Mulana 2012, um, and there has been a new Let's Play for the Low Bias Monthly for this month, which is games that are developed or published by Taxan. And, um, yeah, uh, he is doing Fist of the North Star for that uh, Let's Play this month, so that's pretty cool. Castle Quest is a new uh, soundtrack that is on the website, and there's a few new episodes of Mystery Science Theater 3000, so... And that's a fun time. Um, yeah, so that's about what's going on on the website right now. Let's get on to some music and some archives, shall we? Here on Square Wave Symphony, CKDU 88.1 FM in Alamax. I'll listen local. <laughs>
You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. That song was by Mark Cooksey, and it is the title screen theme of today's game from the archives. The most awesome intergalactic adventure ever. To the kids at school, your eight-year-old Billy Blaze. To alien enemies, your superhero Commander Keen. And it's up to you to save the Earth from destruction. As you put on your brother's football helmet, you blast away in your, in, on your mega rocket to space worlds far away from home. Your mission, phase off against intergalactic creatures, recover the lost plasma crystals, and save humanity. It's all in a day's work. Created by the mastermind, the game masterminds at id Software, Commander Keen is the ultimate outer space blastathon. And this is Commander Keen, which is a platformer game for the Game Boy Color, because that exists. Developed by id Software, published by Activision, rele- released in 2001. And uh, oh boy, this doesn't look like a Commander Keen game. It doesn't feel like a Commander Keen game. It's uh, it just kind of exists, honestly. I'm gonna be honest and speak in all honesty. But um, yeah, Scarlet has played it because apparently the low bias monthly for August 2018 was Commander Keen Games. I uh, forgot about that one. And um, yeah, he, there is one video of uh, Commander Keen Game Boy Color available for your quote unquote enjoyment.
was Infu with Rejected, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And speaking of weird, it is, of course, time for the news of the weird. Now, as usual, I do not read these stories ahead of time, and some of these may not jive well with all audiences. This segment is usually about 13-15 minutes long, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today, Government in Action. In 2013, Chad Durth of Overland Park, Kansas, purchased his dream car, a 1964 Chevy Impala, and got an antique license plate for it. Antique is in quotes. Since then, he has sold the car and moved to a new neighborhood, but earlier this year, he he received word that 7 to 10 collection letters a day were arriving at his old address from state turnpike authorities up and down the East Coast. That's when Dirth learned that Kansas is one of a few states that assign identical numbers to different categories of specialty license plates and his old antique plate number matched the number on a commercial semi-truck, the one photographed by one of the authorities demanding payment for toll violations. Leanne Phillips, vehicle services manager for the Kansas Department of Revenue, told Fox 4 she doesn't know why the state uses identical numbers, but there are about 625,000 plates in the state that share a number. Kansas has issued a new license for the truck, but in the meantime, the bills continue. Dirth most recently got a letter from the Delaware Turnpike Authority seeking $479. Yeah, that seems like a bit of an oversight. Uh, You'd think that there is a proper database of plate numbers that's being kept so that they don't repeat. It... Common sense, people. Please use it. How about a story about green eggs, no ham? Sure, this will be good. Uh, AKO boy, AK Shihabuddin, Shihabuddin, I hope I said that right, of Malapuram, India, and his wife cracked an egg from one of their chickens about nine months ago, and uh, were surprised to see a dark green yolk rather than the standard yellow. All the eggs which the hen laid were this kind, Shabadeen told the News Minute, and so we started to incubate the eggs. Of the six chicks which hashed from the eggs, a few started to lay eggs, and those yolks are also green in color. The eggs taste like other eggs and cause no health problems, the family said. Uh, Experts from Kerala Veterinary and Animal Sciences University suspect the feed given to the birds may be behind the phenomenon, according to Dr. S. Sankaralingam, but Shehabuddin says he gives all his birds the same feed. I do not like green eggs and ham, even though they taste exactly the same as normal eggs and normal ham. Well, then again, I guess there was no ham. But there could be ham. Man, I want some ham. How about some monkey business instead? That sounds like a good substitute. Egyptian talk show host Lobna Asal abruptly fled the studio mid-interview on May 27th after being attacked by the monkey brought to the set 
by her interview subject, actor Ibrahim El-Saman, United Press International reported. Appearing on Egyptian channel Al Hayat, the monkey co-starred with El-Saman on his latest project and at first settled in Asal's lap for several minutes calmly listening to the conversation, but then jumped down and attacked her legs. As she ran off, another person arrived to wrangle the primate. Uh, I mean, that sort of thing can happen. I don't know why it happens, but it's animals, so what can you do? Uh, another job threatened, oh no. Well, apparently not by things that you would expect them to be. Massachusetts-based Boston Dynamics has partnered with the New Zealand robotics company Rocos to develop a robotic dog, Spot, to herd sheep. The age of autonomous robots is upon us, Rocos chief Dave, uh, David Ings told United Press International. It doesn't sound ominous at all. The dog can be controlled remotely as it guides sheep through mountainous and difficult terrain, according to the company. It just needs to walk with intent toward the sheep, and they seem to respond, said Richard Stenier, Roko's chief technology officer. In other words, they act like sheep. But sheep with a purpose. I guess. Uh, here's another story, Bird Brain. Security agencies in India thought they may have captured a Pakistani spy after villagers in Manyari, a border town in the disputed region of Kashmir, delivered the courier to the police. But the mole wasn't a mole at all, it was a pigeon. According to Sky News, Kathua Police Superintendent Shailendra Mishra said the bird flew into a home on May 24th and a, quote, ring was seen attached to one of its legs with some numbers on it. Some called it a coded message. Authorities are tr uh, trying to decipher the message, as pigeons have been used for espionage in the disputed region in the past. Meanwhile, the BBC reports that a Pakistani man named Habibula is claiming the pigeon is his, and the number on the ring is his mobile phone number. Habibula, who lives just a few miles from the India-Pakistan border has asked for the pigeon's return and told local media India should, quote, refrain from victimizing innocent birds. Ah, the good old all-American carrier pigeon, except that this is not in America at all, so... Why would I say such weird things? Probably because I'm Coolio and I'm weird like that. How about a couple of stories about the allure of junk food? First up, San Diego police responding to a burglar alarm at a Wells Fargo bank in Cholesville, California around 3.30 a.m. on May 27th found a broken window by the bank's drive-thru. Alarm company personnel told officers surveillance cameras showed a man inside the bank's break room using the microwave. Police gained entry to, a, to the bank and arrested the unnamed man, I tell you, they're everywhere, who told KGTV he had gone into the bank only to warm up his Hot Pockets. Asked if the Hot Pockets were worth the arrest, the man said, hell yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> There's so much better than Hot Pockets out there. Mind you, I haven't had a Hot Pocket for a while. 
I have had a Panzerati pretty recently, and that was pretty good. But... Breaking into a bank. To warm up a hot pocket. Hmm. People who need to rethink their lives. Here's another story about the allure of junk food. City Parks and Recreation employee Zach Morris was cleaning up storm damage in Wynn, Arkansas at the city's sports complex on May 24th when he noticed that someone had broken into the concession stand. The whole place was just looted, Morris told WREG. The stand had been fully stocked for games scheduled before COVID-19 lockdowns began, and thieves helped themselves to drinks and candy, even taking the time to prepare nachos and pop excuse me, and popcorn before they left. Police are hoping the culprits will confess. The right thing to do is take responsibility for the mistakes you made. Man, that junk food. When you got the munchies, you got the munchies, right? That's all I can really say. Um, here is a story about the latest sightings. And it's probably sightings of things that you would expect there to be sightings of. UFO hunter Scott Waring discovered what he believes to be the quote, entrance to an alien base on Earth on May 13th by studying Google Earth. According to the Mirror, Waring said the base doesn't fit with uh, doesn't fit in with its surroundings on a quote small and uninhabited island in Indonesia. End quote. Aliens would love to have a hidden base in such a secluded location. Using a Google Earth tool, he measured the opening, which is about 66 feet across, big enough, he said, to quote get a lot of alien ships in there. One commenter on Waring's YouTube channel praised his finding. My gut tells me this is 100% legit. Good job, man. I feel like this is how XCOM started. I could be wrong, but it feels very XCOM. So maybe there's something to this, I don't know. Our next story, Florida. Our next story is, no, our next story, Florida. Police in Miramar are still trying to identify a man who was caught on surveillance video ransacking Miramar High School on May 25th. The suspect spent nearly 24 hours destroying computers, painting graffiti on the walls, and flooding areas of the school, the Miami Herald reported, all while stark naked except for the headphones. School officials put the cost of the damages at about $100,000. That's someone who wants to stand out, but destroying all that poor innocent technology. It's defenseless. It's... it's... I don't know. It's Florida. And our last story for today, it's a mystery. Folks in downtown Vancouver, British Columbia have been hearing odd, loud banging noises at all hours over the past few weeks. We're all hearing it and it's interrupting our sleep, uh, Heather Donnelly told the CBC. There is a sense of panic when you first hear it. Many pe uh, most people believe the noises are, quote, bear bangers, noisy flares used to scare away bears in the wilderness, and police are investigating but Councilman Pete Fry has concerns. Bear bangers actually do have the potential to cause harm if they're indiscriminately used throughout the city, somebody might actually get hurt. 
Hmm. Well, maybe it is Bear Bangers. Or maybe it's something altogether more different. Like an S. And a more different S. I got nothing. But uh, look at it this way. There's only one story that marginally had anything to do with COVID-19. So... Maybe this thing is, start, is starting to finally go away. Who knows? One can only hope. You're listening to Square Waves and Ready on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax, and let's get to some more music, shall we? I've had enough 
Yeah, I hear you, buddy. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And it is time for gaming next month, although technically it's this month because there was no new episode last week. But uh, let's go take a look at what what new games are uh, coming out for June of 2020, starting with the games that have already come out. Um, Liberated for the Switch came out on June 2nd, as well as Little Town Hero for the PlayStation 4 and Valorant for the PC. Uh, awesome P, uh, Awesome P2 rather, is, uh, ca- uh, came out on June 3rd for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Pro Cycling Manager 2020 came out on the 4th for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, as well as Tour de France 2020 for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics comes out, uh, came out for the Switch on June 5th, and Endurance iOS, Android, and The Outer Worlds for the Switch, uh, same date. And now let us look upon the future. Uh, the Dark Eye Book of Heroes comes out for the PC on June 9th, as well as The Elder Scrolls Online Greymore expansion coming out for PX, uh, PS4 and Xbox One, and East Memories of Celsida is ported over to the PlayStation 4. June 11th, Beyond Blue comes out for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and Samurai Showdown comes out for PC. June 12th, we have Warborn coming out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac. Uh, Desperados 3 comes out on June 16th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and for those same platforms, Disintegration on that same date. Um, June 17th, we have Haxity for the PC, and Pokemon Sword and Shield, The Isle of Armor uh, comes out for the Switch. June 18th, Waking comes out for Xbox One and PC. June 19th, we have Burnout Paradise Remastered for the Switch. We have The Academy, first, uh, The First Riddle for PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. And uh, The Last of Us Part 2 comes out for PS4 on June 19th as well. June 23rd, we have SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. June 24th, we have Ninjala for the Switch. June 25th, four new releases. We have Blair Witch for the Switch. Uh, Switch Witch, there we go. Uh, Hunting Simulator 2 for the PC. Phantom Covert Ops for the uh, Oculus Rift and Quest. And uh, the Almost Gone for the Switch, PC, iOS, and Android. June 26th, we have Fairy Tale coming out for PS4, Switch, and PC. And, um, I'm guessing that's best on, based on the uh, anime. Um, and June 30th, Hunting Simulator 2 also comes out for the PS4 and Xbox One. No Straight Rose comes out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3 comes out for the Switch. And that is the list of games coming out in June. And uh, you can check out this list at any time by going to GameInformer.com slash 2020. Uh, it changes constantly, so there might be some games listed there um, later on for this month that are not currently listed there now, so you never know. 
You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
the Flaming Pike with Sugarstruck, and here comes Moonlight, Moonlight Motif by Ricky Owings. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
Fight by Tom Smith, followed by Nimbo Stratus coming up here by Bubba Chase. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
That was The Long Road by EC2151, and here comes Wickland uh, with Com Cosmic Disco from the album Decade, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKD 88.1 FM Halifax.
that is gonna do it for today's show. I do thank y'all for listening, and I hope that you enjoyed the selection of music presented in this episode. Hopefully soon I'll be able to get back to a normal uh, show lineup. Uh, it's been kind of a weird time right now, so let's hope things balance out pretty soon. But for now, it is time to sign out the way we usually do. Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric Leftovers podcast by Jason Parton of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Gaming Next Month is powered by Game Informer, gameinformer.com. Segment music composed by myself, Madame Namiki, Noriki Kimikor, Twilight of Defect, Sean Daly, and Commissar. Stay tuned for the Astrology Show coming up next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7pm, and press start to continue at 8.30. Comments, questions, want your chiptunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M. You can also leave feedback on the website ckdu.ca, click on Shows, find Square Wave Symphony, and click on Leave Feedback. There's also a, po- a podcast version of this show. It's available on lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, S-Y-M, or just search for Square Wave Symphony, Square Wave is one word, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or TuneIn Radio, or most of the podcatchers out there. This has been Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio, if you don't know, and I'll see you guys next time.